my lord, kumbaya. Give me that, is lots that even the lyrics? of pussy, is that, oh. kumbaya. I, I don't think that's the, I think that's the Elijah Newton remix. <laughs> it's always Elijah Newton remix, man. <laughs> Hello? Is there somebody there? It's the Deliver Us Some Evil podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Kumbaya, my lord. Give me some really dank ass weed. Oh. Kumbaya, my lord. We are not lord. sitting around. That would be really a, fucking chill. A campfire. <laughs> there are no marshmallows involved in this. <laughs> Welcome to Deliver Us Some Evil. I am Kumbaya, my lord, Elijah motherfucking Noon, and today I'm joined by the lovely voluptuous Mel in November. Mel, why don't you get your tits out? Hi there. Tis the season for fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. It's V-Day. It's, it's V-Day. Uh, there's a lot of women going to be walking out around public with butt plugs and oh my those God. like ice donuts on their asses because they got worn out the night before by whatever thing passes as a penis person in their life these days <laughs> it is valentine you want to know how you know it's valentine's day because like for the past week you go into like your local drugstore and it's nothing but dudes buying out of season chocolate and queuing up I sent at, that, at the car i sent aisle. that meme out the other day it's just yeah. like this is how you know it's valentine's and day it's just, it's just a, a bunch, bunch of guys dudes standing in front aisle. of the car all yeah. with like their hands in their pockets. Yeah, they, they, they all have like a glint in <laughs> their eyes. Which one is going to get me the most this pussy? This might be the the year where they actually get pussy on Valentine's Day. Could be. But we all know that she's got a headache for everyone but Tyrone. <laughs> Fuck Wait, Valentine's I'm sorry, Day. That, no, that took me by surprise because I worked with someone named Tyrone. Yeah, and I was like, what? We've all worked with someone Why? named Tyrone. <laughs> yes. I, know, I, know, I know several yes, Tyrones. And they're all great guys. Because you see, I don't hate the playa. I hate the bitches. <laughs> it ain't my job to make sure my bit. Uh, it's my job to make sure my bitch ain't fucking other men. It ain't ain't their job to make sure my That's bitch ain't fucking. That's because you them. were the guy that was fucking someone else's bitch. Yeah, that, that don't matter. <laughs> all right, world is full of assholes. All right, yeah, either a dick, a pussy, or an asshole. Okay, I'm not a pussy. And I'm a bit of a dick, but I'm also a bit of an asshole. You so are. I, You're I, kind I, of a I, I mix of one. Kind of like everything. a 60-40 mix. Yeah. 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 60% dick, 40% asshole. Yeah. All percent All. Eli. <laughs> Homegrown Tom Fuckery. That is Eli. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Valentine's Day because I'm not Why? down with the patriarchy. Valentine's Day is the most patriarchal holiday out there because it's all about men trading chocolates and cards for pussy. Wow. Women used to be more expensive. You used to have to give them like three slaves, a fucking chicken, a billy goat, a, a cow, chicken. just for the promise of pussy, which was marriage. It's what they called marriage. I <laughs> promise to give you pussy. It's not a confirmed pussy exchange. Ah, the you know? sexonomics. But but now now women have fucked up sexonomics. Horonomics, actually. Horonomics. Oh, horonomics. <laughs> the world is full of gold digging whores. Yeah, the world the is full of, of gold digging whores. Yeah, and they will dig on their fathers <laughs> if it means they'll get gold. Oh, my God. Uh, that's what we're all about. Yeah, we're all honestly. about the sexonomics of whoredom. I don't... I think this time last year we were talking about how the Romans used to whip women with like bloody. I, that that is, tongs. if anybody wants to listen to an episode where I'm very uncomfortable very, the entire yeah. and we're talking episode, about sex the entire time, and Elijah oh, just yeah. he's like leaning into just, that, he's oh, like, oh man. Mel. Sometimes I still flick my bean to the thought. 
Yeah. This is a fun episode. It's one this of the more popular year, episodes. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a little bit. Our special is going to be a little, little bit different. We're, we're, a little we're bit different. The brakes on the sex. <laughs> But in a, in a really, I don't know about pumping the brakes is really the, it's really more like a hard stop. Yeah, there, there's no sex to be had in, in this story, and that might actually be the issue. Uh, for those that don't know, we are going to be discussing Ricardo Lopez, a.k.a. the Bjork Stalker. I don't, I can't say he was a popular guy. No, not popular. He was very popular. Amongst in his himself. Head. In, in his own head, in his disgusting ass tiny apartment, with his man titties and small raisin it. Oh, I, I forgot. Like, we, we, you got to be you gotta be careful around Elijah because he's been traumatized by watching yes, many yes. many hours of this man's videos. My research exclusively comes from this man's video diary, which is about twenty two hours long. I think I watched or I watched all twenty two hours, Jesus. but I was only conscious for like nineteen. <laughs> What were you doing? You just you fell asleep I, I, listening no, to a man. I think I talk about. Oh, <laughs> I think oh my I think God. The, like various points man-titties. are spaced out. A lot of man titties. So that word is gonna of, we're gonna like that word's gonna be like thirty times in this episode. Here's here's the thing. As, as the video like 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 in the beginning of the videos, you don't really see a lot of him because it's like all zoomed in on his fucking face. <laughs> so I get really comfortable with his nostrils. The nostril shots. But then like the more insane he gets, and the longer the videos go on, the wider the shot becomes. And the more of himself he exposes to you, to the point where, like, the last four hours of, like, the video, he's just straight up naked. Oh, my like God. Like, in some, some of the Why videos, he's got, like, a yourself? towel wrapped around his waist, or he's wearing boxers, or you're just not seeing below the belly button, so you, you don't know what the fuck he's got going on. Definitely shirtless throughout the whole thing. But then, like, the last bit, where he's finally just sinking it all in, he's just naked. Men man spreading. Yeah, man spreading. He's tickling his butthole and. Oh my god! I can see you just. You're just, looking off. You have that thousand uh, yeah, yard stare, man. man. Are you okay? I the things I do for the show, <laughs> for my for my my be integrity. Be appreciative. Man. Be appreciative. Yeah, it's be the appreciative. Valentine's Day special that you didn't know you wanted. This one makes me <laughs> swear off Valentine's Day forever. Yeah, I think that might be and the a only, good move. The only thing that's really connected with Valentine's Day is like the tenuous connection between uh, the ultimate love. And Mel, what is the ultimate love? I don't know. Chocolate? Stalking. Being a stalker. Oh, I was going with chocolate. Stalking a woman and wanting to melt her face off her bones. Oh, my is God. About the, the purest form of love most psychopaths recovery can, <laughs> can really achieve. Yeah, so stay and away from psychopaths. So that, that, that's why this is a Valentine's that's Day special. That's your pro tip from it's the a man, It's a man who loved an ugly woman way too much. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You have your whole beef against Bjork. Bjork is just an ugly woman, and her music makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> So I guess me and Ricardo that's, have a lot uh, in common. That's that's Elijah's <laughs> condensed review of of uh, we Bjork's were both, entire discography. We were both driven insane by the same woman. <laughs> but for different for reasons. very different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think with, without further ado, let's just do a hop, jump, skip right let's in do it. to it. Let's do it. Also, if I sound ex- extremely exhausted, it's because I am. Because he's, he's slurring his words, yeah. not because he's been drinking, but because no, he's been no, awake I, for like forty eight like, hours. Cocoa running through my veins. It's just pure yeah, cocoa. It's yeah, it's pretty much just pure cocoa. So if I'm low energy, just know I'm dying, and uh, it's not cancer. <laughs> However, if I do die, just know I am not suicidal. In case the FBI decides to come after me for this episode. <laughs> yes. So Ricardo Lopez Mel, he was born in Montevideo, Uruguay, on January fourteenth, nineteen seventy-five. 
Yes. Doesn't make him that much younger he's, than he's you. He's a couple years younger than me. Yeah. He came from a middle-class <laughs> family who moved to America and settled in Lawrenceville, Georgia. 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 Growing up, Ricardo was a very quiet kid. Despite having a loving and supportive family surrounding him, Ricardo had a hard time developing relationships with anyone else, especially women. Yeah. Women were like his kryptonite, Mel. <laughs> he loved the puss-puss. And but by, didn't get any? No. When I say love puss puss, he probably liked looking at it, but oh, he didn't want to do anything with it. Oh, God. You will find that Ricardo doesn't Brand really have much gross. of a sex drive. <laughs> All throughout his life, Ricardo harbored feelings of shame and inadequacy about his personal appearance, which led to an extremely introverted personality and high levels of social anxiety, which led to him being extremely awkward around people outside of his family. Yeah. And even awkward with his family from occasion, especially when he saw the ant with the big tits breastfeeding. What? I just totally made that one you... up. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're You just you're pulled that one yeah, no, out it's, of it's the uh, bag make of sure tricks. You're paying attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> I am definitely paying <laughs> I'm trying, attention. I'm trying to keep your interest. I'm, pay, I'm paying Yours attention. Yours and the viewer's interest, because yes. no one really stays interested unless you start talking about tits. Yeah, that's true. Even women. They're like, oh, I'm born out with tits. tits. <laughs> you got my attention now. So it doesn't help that Ricardo had Kleinfelter syndrome. Yes. Which is what, Mel? That is an extra X chromosome. It's a, yes. It's a, when a man, a man has, has an, extra. an extra X chromosome. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make him trans. Transgenderism no. is a lie that yes. they peddled to you so they could trans poison you with chemicals. Yes. Trans people are just people who are confused. Or have some sort of disorder like him where they have extra chromosomes, which we used to call that autism and Down syndrome. Yeah. Uh, it's not me shitting on the trans community. I'm sure some of you aren't pedophiles. I haven't met one oh, personally, shit. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that some of you are actually I, normal, like I have seen people, voting, tax-paying Americans. I have seen people on X who have Kleinfelter syndrome who are saying that they are yeah. angry and resentful that the so-called well, yeah, the trans call is... Doing things in their name when they're yeah. like, I'm not trans, like, I'm a man, yeah. I just have an extra chromosome. I have issues. Yeah, so Ricardo was a man, both biologically and genetically. He just had an extra X chromosome, which would give him some characteristics that fuck with being a man. Yes. So uh, he had a really, small a really small penis and really, really small balls that were next to useless if he wasn't sterile. Yeah. Which Kleinfelter's syndrome tends to make people sterile. I don't, like, I don't know if he was sterile or not, but he definitely had small pee pee. Trust me, I saw that shit. Oh, I'd my be embarrassed God. With, him, with, with, with that thing, too. Uh, but also, it, it can <laughs> cause a lack of sex drive. Yeah. Uh, against gynecomastia, you know, all those sorts of stuff. So, so he had man titties, he had a small pee pee, small berries. And uh, zero sex drive. So he, he pretty much had everything. Yeah. So you can see why that would interfere with his uh, yeah, self-confidence. His social life and, social and life. his sex life and yeah. just everything about him. And, uh, of course, him being south of the border, which essentially makes him Mexican, uh, he has to deal with that, that masculine machismo <laughs> bullshit, too. Which essentially makes him Mexican. I like uh, how you just Mel, slipped that in there. I'm, I'm American, all right? Everyone... North of us is Canadian. Everyone south of us is <laughs> I Mexico. I think everyone north of us is Canadian. <laughs> everyone east of us is just British, and everyone west of us is Chinese. Okay, that's the American way. Uh, the world I, according to you. I refuse to change. Right? You, you may be from Japan, but you're Chinese to me. I'm just saying. He's just putting that out there. I'm just for putting you. that out there, man. All right. You may be from we Germany, may. but that sounds a lot like English. So we may have just lost some viewers, but we may have gained some. <laughs> we may have gained some. It's okay, man. 
I never insert my foot in my mouth because I'm too fat to get it up there. <laughs> you want me to do that, you're going to have to hack it off and hand it to me. Oh, my God. So, Ricardo Lopez likely had most of these symptoms. Yeah. Uh, I witnessed a, quite a few of them myself. Uh, since he never talked to women, let alone have a girlfriend, and you'll see later on, he has a stark lack of sexual interest in people, not to mention an amazing pair of man titties. <laughs> I, I will have to say he had like the orangutan titties, but it's so weird because he had like that like that like the big bushy chest hair. Yeah. But then like where his nipples like were like the areolas, it was just hairless, perfect circles so of just hairless right at the. So it's just like the... a giant face staring at you. Yeah, yeah, but like he had like the the traffic cone titties, you know, like and where where they like come to like a point. That point was perfectly oh hairless, hairless you man. You looked at that too long. I think it I damaged. I literally you. had the stare. It's it's burned in my retinas. I think it is. And I don't want them we to. We may. <laughs> But this are. is a cry for help. Please kill me. Please, please kill me. Uh, so early on, Ricardo Lopez had aspirations of becoming a celebrity. A celebrity. A celebrity. Someone who he was... He wanted to be known for something. Yeah, he wanted to be known for something and to be beloved by strangers. And given a slight interest in art, he thought this was the avenue he was going to take to reach his celebrity. Dumb. Dum dum dum. So he did what anybody else would do in his position, and he dropped entirely out of high school. Yeah, to pursue an art career. Like they don't have art class in high school. So not saying he was a bad artist, because you know, I mean, he probably drew better than I can. But uh, nobody really knew whether or not he had the chops to make it with his art, uh, because his self doubt made it impossible for him to really apply himself yeah. you know he, he he had a hard time applying himself he had a hard time that. because of uh, the f- intense fear of rejection he never really showed anyone his art and he never even applied to art school a lot because of artists of the fear of like rejection that. yeah yeah but the last one that i cared about was a ginger and cut his ear off for pussy oh so God. i can get behind that <laughs> motherfucker all right what's this guy's you're excuse? on board for self-mutilation right? okay the soulless ginger made it why can't this guy the soulless ginger just saying so at some point his loving parents moved back to home to the home country to uruguay and as far as i can tell the only family ricardo had in the states at that time was his brother i, I believe so his they name just is sort of ditched him no they didn't ditch him they just went back to where it was cheaper after they made a, a, a mint in america oh my you god because I'm, I'm sure bring it home i'm sure like a hundred grand usd in like uruguay was set you up for life man yeah it was like a healthy amount of money i, I don't know what they have over there they got peanuts or seashells or some shit <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> it's definitely not peso but it might be peso <laughs> I'm everything, everything south of texas is a fucking peso i'm just saying I, i'm american man Everyone, everything south of texas is mexico <laughs> uh but his brother worked as a pest exterminator in florida so that's where he moved hollywood that's florida so <laughs> One of the best places to go for every aspiring if you, artist. Yeah, if you were looking to exterminate uh, pests, that's just where you want to go. Yeah, the, or find a the cousin wife. <laughs> cousin wife and uh, doing battle with palmetto bugs. That'd be Des- DeSantis territory. <laughs> DeSantis country. High heel yeah. DeSantis. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you know, he's in Florida when he's got high heels on. <laughs> Right. I don't know. Was that ever confirmed? <laughs> it was confirmed. <laughs> At least in my head. In my head, it's confirmed. Yeah. So Ricardo Lopez, with no formal education, no money, no friends or girlfriend, and no family to really speak of, and of course, no job, moves into a shithole apartment in Hollywood, Florida, and works with his brother in the extermination business in order to make ends meet. Oh my God. But I use the term works pretty loosely because he didn't really do anything. So he just sort of. 
He's a lazy fuck who worked like maybe once a once a week, one day a week. Oh shit! And spread because he's like me, man. Lazy as <laughs> fuck who wanted to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so by the, by the age of seventeen, Ricardo Lopez was isolated from everyone and lived a pretty reclusive lifestyle, which suited him just fine because he's a bit of an introvert, which was fine if you're a normal person ricardo yeah. is not a normal person no. so outside of occasionally working with his brother ricardo spent his days in his lonely one-room apartment because it wasn't a one bedroom it was, it was a one. studio oh, so it was that like was, my old studio yes. it was a closet yeah it was a closet <laughs> and so he spent this in all his time when he wasn't working working on his art yeah, I would not have wanted to be in that studio. That's why I had two jobs yeah. at the time. And because he had next to no money, he didn't have time to do anything. Well, he didn't have money to do anything else. Yeah. So, but he had plenty of time on his hands. <laughs> uh, so every dime he made went into his supplies and fast food. And he would often run out of money for rent and important shit. As long as he's not using the fast food as art supplies. I'm pretty sure he does. Because <laughs> at some point he gets so poor, he makes his own the homemade art supplies. Sauce. And some of the stuff looks pretty jerry rigged. I'm not gonna mm. not gonna lie. Like he's got like this like marker that he made that looks like something that might have come out of prison. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. And I don't want to know what he prison uses markers. for like his Wait, own that sounds horrible. Paints. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I, stuff I, I noticed a lot of dark brown colors. <laughs> I'm just going to put just that out it. there. Uh, <laughs> definitely, and I never saw him looking at his fingers after his finger painting either. Well, so. at least there's that. So, you know. At least he was that self-aware. He might have, might have used something. <laughs> Some natural food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> so later on in his video diaries, Ricardo would refer to his place as an organized pigsty. Ooh. Which shows he's truly delusional because there's nothing organized about it. Ooh. Uh, but again, he was a, a delusional, fucking disgusting human being. Yeah. And the the place was tiny and disgusting, which is a bad combo. If you're going to have a small place, keep it relatively clean. Oh, yes. At least a little a little dust is okay, but not like Big Macs piled up in the corner somewhere. Oh, you know? my God. So being poor and barely working, Ricardo, like I said, didn't have much time, more, much money to do anything outside of his art or get lost in the world of celebrities. Yeah. Which he absolutely did. Yes. So to fill up his ample free time, Ricardo, Ricardo, not Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo, <laughs> would buy numerous tabloid magazines filled to the brim with celebrity gossip. Oh, my God. The worst possible the thing you can expose worst shit. yourself Although to. he probably had some really good collection of stuff on, like, Bat Boy. I know. I was going to say, the only thing that would have been redeemable would be the Bat Boy stuff. Yeah. Because I still remember those. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I remember those. <laughs> I remember, like, when Elvis Presley had given birth to, like, fucking Sasquatch and, like, Abraham Lincoln was like, the midwife. Hell, yeah, man. I remember all that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It made going to the supermarket checkout line exciting. Yeah. Uh, and soon he became enthralled with numerous celebrity obsessions. Because of course he does. Yeah, of course. There's only one thing America exports other than bombs, and that's celebrity Useless gossip. celebrities, yeah. Yes. So I doubt very much that Ricardo ever made the connection between his obsession with celebrities and his intense loneliness, or the irony that he'd become obsessed with celebrities while living in the worst Hollywood in the country. Yeah. <laughs> About as far away from celebrities as you can get. Yeah, I don't know if there was fewer pedophiles or more. It's really hard. It's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Hollywood. You know, you know something that's like really shattered my reality? I didn't realize that celebrities actually paid for the little stars on the fucking like, pavement. Do they really? Yeah. So you have to pay for it. 
It's like forty thousand dollars just for the fucking star, <laughs> and then you gotta spend like another thirty on the party. So you have to pay for. But your what own if you party. have a discount code? See, I thought they used to like give like. Do like, they have affiliate codes? I don't know, man. All I like, like you know why it's, it's like world shattering for me because I always thought like you know like the, the the I don't know, like the city ordinance or whatever. Yeah. They would like nominate celebrities yeah. to get that shit, and it'd be like something you get like another you, you would like earn it. No, you buy it. And like everything like else, each like it's it's not just like the position, like like the like like they're not the same set price. It's like the location matters, and then like oh it gets more expensive. Oh my god! Wait, why are you saying this? That's oh man! Not that I was holding on to that as you know Ow. some kind of a. <laughs> Isn't that fucking disgusting? It. Oh my god! And I only know that because like Macaulay Culkin, who recently paid for his uh, his star, was complaining about the price. I was like, the fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! He, he inadvertently, you know, told a bunch of Next adults that Santa Claus doesn't exist. Is that like the Golden Globe dude that they hand out to everyone? It's the same statue they hand to everyone. They gotta hand it back when the ceremony's over. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. Like, do they really? I don't know. It'd, it'd be just no? earth shattering if they did. I, oh. I wouldn't be surprised though. I mean, come on. So what are they, a bunch of no, fakes on their mantles? That's what happens when you have a bunch of Jews in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you Wait, hold... you said the J word. It's okay. Little I, hat people. I am a part. Hat I am a Jew myself, so I'm allowed to say Jews. I don't You're know if that's, if that's a, I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm allowed I don't know to, if that's part of the bylaws, I, my friend. I'm a Jew and it works for me. That's probably the most Jew thing I've ever said. <laughs> All right. They're European. The rest of the time, you're white. They're European and when it works for them. <laughs> <laughs> so I doubt very much that Ricardo made any of those connections or that the irony ever sunk in on him. Probably not. And he was so lonely that not only did he obsess over them, he began fantasizing about them. And soon he was as much a part of their lives as they were his. And That's fantasy law. Weird. Land. Ricardo would forego basic necessities in order to catch up on the latest news of his favorite celebrities. Constantly monitoring their lives, careers, and soaking up just about anything he could get his hands on. And the more he added to his knowledge and collection of them, the more vivid these fantasies became. So he's in the checkout line and he puts the cheese whiz. In the rack yes. and takes the tabloid. Yes, and that's that why what's there's always here? the useless shit in the magazine racks. It's that motherfucker it's and like people like him. Yes. yes. Always pissed me off because I, I, I'd work at the register and they'd be like, hey, go put this yogurt that's been out here for like nine hours yeah, back. And it's like, no, that shit's got legs. <laughs> it can walk itself but you, back but to the dairy cooler. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> so Ricardo was a perfect specimen of a man in his fantasies. Because, of course, he was. If you're going to fantasize about something, oh, make so. sure you're a normal, strong person and not exactly what you are in rea real life. Because then oh. you're a fucking loser if you do. So he's, okay. So he saw himself in his fantasies yeah. very, yeah. looking well, very different. Specifically in his fantasies, he wasn't fat. He didn't have man titties. He had normal to large size balls and lots of girlfriends. <laughs> and, and also lots of girlfriends. And also lots of girlfriends. <laughs> However, it is clear in his written and eventually video diary that he wasn't entirely lost in the false reality yet. Because he recognized that he was a loser. Oh. He would... <coughs> well, I am breathing air all, right. all wrong my entire <laughs> life, apparently. He uh, he would uh, call himself like a loser who was never able to get like a driver's license. 
That was like a big thing for us, which is weird because oh. he drives. Like you'll find he drives, but he doesn't have a driver's license. So, I mean, Florida. Oh, well, you know, I don't know. I almost wish I was in that position because I have the license, but I don't own a car. Exactly. He, he, he's he got he's got the car, but no license. Oh, man. Although he doesn't even own a car. It's technically a work vehicle because he just drives oh. around on the, like. Does it have, like, a giant fake roach on the top I of it? I have no idea. I never looked at a picture <laughs> of the van. I, I didn't want to know what kind I, of I would drive that creeper car, molester man. van he drove around. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> So, yeah. like a classic incel, he repeatedly laments the fact that he isn't normal. Oh, they say that a lot. I, I try and yeah, stay away well, from the whole incel incels thing. Incels go I, like, I, oh, like, oh my god, I'm the superior gentleman, which is just not a normal thing to say. Superior gentleman. Yeah, that comes from a... I can't remember the fucking putts, but there's an incel from, like, I want to say California. His dad worked yeah. in, like, Hollywood. Might have been a pedophile because he was in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. But, like, his father had money, so that meant he had money. He right. had, like, a nice car, and he wasn't, like, an ugly dude. But for whatever reason, he had, like, this arrogance that women would just come crawling to him, and he just didn't have the ability to talk to them. And that caused him to go murder a bunch of women, or oh. at least try. Yeah, I think he attacked a sorority house, kind of like Ted Bundy. But instead of using a log like a man, he used a gun. <laughs> Ted Bunny was, was, oh, was smashing pussy dark. the hardcore way, man. Oh, god damn. Chasing that, bitches down the street honestly, with a log. Honestly, that's still... Holy shit, that's too soon. <laughs> Having watched too that soon, documentary, like it's four too years fucking ago, soon. Too soon. Holy shit. Yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. It's, like it's Elliot Roger, I think. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Elliot Roger. But he's like the classic, you know, incel. Huh. Ricardo's kind of like that. He's like, oh, I can't get a girlfriend. Women don't talk to me. But that puts I, no effort I in. I put no effort in whatsoever. But at least he's got the excuse of being weird looking. All right. What's Elliot <laughs> Rogers' excuse? He had money yeah. and he had the looks. Yeah. He was just a dickhead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, he lamented that he had small nuts and all yeah. these man titties and a lack of license. And it's strange that he's obsessed with having a girlfriend because he never really mentions anything about sex with them. Yeah. None of his fantasies involved him sticking P into V. He just wants to, like, play Pokemon with them? I think he just wanted to, like, possess them. Ooh. Just to have a girlfriend, you know? Gotta catch them all? Yeah, he seemed to have, like, a very, like, childish view on girlfriend. Uh, that sounds like Mr. Chan. It sounds like a lot of retard incel <laughs> smell. Yeah, that's weirdly yes. twisted. Yeah, but he, he he's really more of, like, the platonic companionship kind of guy. I can just I'm which just makes all his fantasies <laughs> even weirder. No, Craig, if you're looking for a platonic relationship on Craigslist, you've already fucked up. <laughs> I told you what happened when a friend's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll put you on some dating apps." She ended up putting me on Craigslist. I got nothing but dick pics. <laughs> I was pissed. I, I literally I threw away my phone and I got a new number. I was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> and I put some weird shit on Craigslist myself. Like I still got a, the Rocket Pocket. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, it's an ad where I, I want a woman who's got a glass eye to pop that oh, glass eye out and let me oh, fuck it. Oh, God. I, I call that it a rocket you. pocket. Oh, wait, you saw no, that ad? I'm just, I'm just joking. If yeah. anyone out there saw that, that was Elon. <laughs> I haven't checked on it in years and see if it's even still up there, but that was the thing I did just to see if there's some freak out there who's like, hell yeah, this but is But you know fuck. you got responses, though, didn't you? Uh, I, I didn't see any responses when I looked. Oh, my God. You were disappointed in humanity. Yes, yes, Mel. Because all the weird shit out there, that's the that's the line that society drew. <laughs> you found it. Sticking dick in eye sockets apparently is the line. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just wants to have a person that's all his. And I, I think that it's so he can feel normal. Why didn't he just get a cat? That's what I did. Because that's not normal. <laughs> 
there's nothing inherently wrong with having a fantasy world. So right. if you have a fantasy world, I'm not shitting on you for that because I have a fantasy world. Like in mine, I'm a world-renowned author that people actually like and don't pretend to like because they're afraid of the slack-jawed, dead-eyed loser uh, just staring at them like he wants to eat their face. Which is how you stare at me during every podcast. Yes. I can just see it right just, in those in those when eyeballs. When I look at you, Mel, I just see a drumstick waiting to get gnawed on. <laughs> you turn you right now. You look like a Big Mac. Oh God! What well, what are you in your fantasy you, besides me. having bigger boobs? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have very I have very basic very basic fantasies. What, what's, what's your fantasy? I want to work at home and live somewhere where there aren't any other people. So you just want to really move to Alaska? Just, mm. I, I, no, Being an no, Alaskan no. housewife, I don't want to be. I don't want to live in Alaska. I, 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 it's I would fucking love cold. cold. If I, I had wanna... en- if I had enough money to like build a cabin on private property no. and be self sustaining, I would totally do it. I totally would. Alaska would be amazing to live. I'm, I'm thinking play- someplace that's much warmer than that. Nah, fuck you. It's warm like one month out of the year. Okay. <laughs> it's warm enough. Uh, if you're gonna stay inside all the time, maybe it doesn't. I mean, matter. if you want to be isolated and still in America, Alaska is kind of like the place to go. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't, I don't really want to hang around corn stalks all that much, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> that's the only other place. Because the Tornado Alley's got a lot of oh, lot, so yeah, that's a pretty wide sale. alley, yeah, pretty yeah, wide place to go. Really is. And all that wide open space, the tornadoes always hit the fucking trailer parks. They do. You watch their, you <laughs> watch like their magnets, path. You can, man. yeah, it's like fucking magnets. All that wide open space, and they just, and they still hit the shithole. <laughs> yep. Uh, am I an asshole for that one? Probably. 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 <laughs> uh, so if, if you spend too long in your fantasy world, though, uh, you can pretty soon reality loses all of its charm and it becomes impossible to, to discern the difference between the two. Yeah. For Ricardo, these fantasies became so intense that he genuinely believed he was among the celebrities. Like physically? Like physically. Like he would literally hold conversations with them alone in his tiny ass apartment in Hollywood, Florida. Ooh, that's you will scary. see that multiple times in his video diary where he's going on a rant about something, he brings up Bjork, and then suddenly he like whips around and yells at her in a corner of the room. That's scary. No, it's not. That's Ricardo Lopez. <laughs> it's a weirdo. Wow. Yes. That was sobering. I was I, I had been laughing, and now I'm, I'm that imagining what, that. Love and will um, compel that. a man to do, Mel. That is <laughs> I, I don't love know right if that's there. love. I think that's more like psychosis. It, there's very or, little or, difference. Or, or there's, there's a lot of overlap between there's love and psychosis. There's a lot of overlap between love and psychosis. <laughs> Trust Today's me. lesson. Yes. Love ain't worth Learn it. Learn it well. <laughs> On Have Valentine's as much Day. platonic sex as you can. Because <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Trust me. <laughs> So, in 1993, Ricardo would come across a magazine cover that would change his world forever. If your world is changed by a magazine cover, I think you have serious problems. I think I'd rather have my world changed by a magazine cover than a fucking animatronic bear band. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we were just, just saying. <laughs> just saying. So he would buy his usual tabloid magazines on his way home from wherever the fuck he was going. Once in from. a while, he would show up at work. Yeah, once in a while, show up at work <laughs> to pick up a paycheck. Uh, and on the cover would be the face of what he would refer to as an angel. I kind of thought she looks more like an Icelandic ghoul, but hey, for a fat schlubby guy like Ricardo, it might as well have been a 10. <laughs> and we're talking about Bjork, folks. 
Yes, and I know that the you, name, you have a... The name says all the attractiveness about her, man. When your name is the most sexy thing about you, you should probably never have a public like <laughs> career, man. Just never enter public oh. ever again. So Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. <laughs> I like to listen to Bjork. And now that I pissed off the one Icelandic person who listens to our show. Oh my god. I don't That's know. That's not very nice. We all like you to listen to Bjork. <laughs> How, how close am I on the accent that's, with that that's one? That's very close. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we that's like very close. We like to eat the fish and listen to Bjork. <laughs> oh, my God. That's almost better than the Swedish chef. Bjork is oh, a national do. treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about how, like, 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 these days, like, how you would be racist. I mean, they're white people. You can't really be racist against white people. We're, We're a different Swedish kind of chef, white. man. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. We once were Vikings, but now we at Bjork. <laughs> I think I went more Canadian on that one. I know. I can almost hear the maple syrup in your voice. Hey. <laughs> I mean, Iceland, Canada. I mean, what's the difference, it's, uh, right? It's all North of America. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, Bjork became Ricardo's newest uh, object of, of obsession for whatever reason. And Ricardo never really went into this reason. He just kind of said that she was special. Okay. Kind of like they soul bonded. Um, through, a, anyone, through a tabloid cover. Yeah. Okay. I mean, would you rather soul bond through a tabloid cover or do what Rick and Morty did and just soul bond with a dragon, which was just the equivalent <gasps> of sex? That was the weirdest ever. I almost wish yes. I hadn't seen that now episode. Now all I'm envisioning is the oh, old dragon with a staff, man. with a dildo yes. on the end of the staff. Yes. yes. The slut dragons in the slut That's right. caves. There's, oh, And then they God. were whipping the that slut dragons. That sounded like a dare. Someone yes. was like, I dare you to write an episode with slut dragons. That was in the time where there was a, a disgusting large amount of incest jokes in the show <laughs> yes. yes which really were. was kind that of was like suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> it was suspicious and then they fired the guy they fire a specific guy from their own show yeah and then suddenly the incest jokes go away i'm thinking mm. there might have been a connection <laughs> <laughs> and we're saying nothing that's we're, just a, that's just a the supposition word. but all i know is that bjork would have been a slot dragon if she had the opportunity oh god because fuck bjork <laughs> Fuck up, Bjork. <laughs> so Bjork steadily uh, took so much of Ricardo's free time that he actually slowed down on doing art and bought less and less art supplies. And so preferring instead to use the large chunk of that money on Bjork and all the shit she was selling. So while he bought every magazine that even mentioned her name, all of her albums, because you owned all of her albums too. Yes, I did. Numerous posters and Bjork merch, his art suffered through poor quality and the craftsmanship of so made art supplies, which was just like prison shanks and tattoo guns. <laughs> but like so a shittier version of that. Man, that's such a shame. He could have invested more of his time and money into actually. Like the stuff that actually matters. The stuff that actually mattered. Oh, that's so sad. It really is. I mean, this whole story is just sad. It's really sad not putting Valentine's me in the mood Day. for fucking on Valentine's Day. But then again, I don't get pussy, so there's that. <laughs> so uh, no, I get lots of pussy. I get so much pussy, man. Pussy is just my middle name. I feel like this is like the second show <laughs> in a row I brought that up. That, it I, I want to let people it know is. that I have unlimited pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much pussy, I hand it out at the Roman Coliseum like it's bread. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just so you lesser d degenerates can pussy get some puss circuses. Puss. Yes. The grand pussy machine. That's what I am. I just generate it, man. 
<laughs> so soon his other celebrity relationships would uh, fall to the wayside. Uh, yes, I use the word I relationships sh- appropriately were, were in the situation. They, were, they je- were, were they jealous, though? I don't know. His, uh, he didn't yell at George Clooney like he yelled at Bjork. George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Although, of all the hot women in Hollywood to Google and goggle and ogle, he chose fucking Bjork from I another country. I thought you were country. implying that George Clooney was an attractive woman. Because I was George like, George wow, Clooney that's might weird. as well be an attractive woman. Because that's the only way he's going to get in any movies anytime soon. Let's <laughs> see if he gets a sex change. All right. So every time Bjork showed uh, showed up on television, he would race home just so he could record her on tape, even if that meant abandoning a job. He's like, fuck these roaches. Just like, yes, pretty much. This. What do you exterminate roaches with? Like a sprayer? I don't know. I, I, I always thought like a big slipper would, His power would work. Pack. You just smack him with a slipper. <laughs> just a big slipper on a stick. Yes. <laughs> It's Florida. That's probably about all they can afford. Oh, my God. And uh, so he he, uh, he recorded every instance of her on television. And her music played in his apartment constantly, even if he wasn't there. Even if he wasn't there. It just constantly played okay. her fucking music. I think in all of the videos, only about three or four times did I listen to a song that wasn't Bjork. Wow. So you actually like 80... have listened to her music then? From watching the videos. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I want to kill myself. Because it's really dumb. Like, I love cosmic shit that you can like do a bunch of mushrooms to and roll around yeah. naked and like body paint. I, I'm okay with shit like that. Her music ain't it. <laughs> I'm just saying, her music ain't it. It's no. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather listen to eighties glam rock than that bullshit. Ugh. Which is also what he fucking played. Really? Oh. Yeah. All the best selections. Yeah, huh? all, all the worst shit, man. <laughs> just for you. And if you can hear that, uh, we do have like eight foot fucking hole in her ceiling right yeah. above our studio, and so that's just the neighbor sticking a shit in the toilet. <laughs> You're Enjoy. Welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy. It's all the finer <laughs> finer points of her show. Oh my god. Uh, that was a bonus. Not only did he have all this shit of her, he plastered her image and cutouts on his walls like a fucking psychopath. That's why I call the psychopathic stalkers wallpaper. <laughs> and it was like just Stalker like one corner of the room had like hundreds of her images just like in a fucked up collage oh. but he wasn't like a collage artist so it was really bad <laughs> it, it had no there's rhyme. a fine line between yeah. collage and, and just psycho- psychopathy man <laughs> he uh he didn't have any rhyme or reason to it there was no flow it just looked like a schizophrenic just like threw a bunch of shit up on the wall Ooh. yeah it's a it's a little weird uh, and his obsession would become so bad that his brother would try to tell him to find a real woman. <laughs> because Bjork ain't, ain't that attractive. Oh, my God. And they will never, ever meet. Yeah. And yet, he uh, failed to uh, deter Ricardo from continuing down this path of obsession. Because yeah. according to Ricardo, she was his one true love, and they were soul-bonded, Mel. Like, how could you Did I mention s- she was ugly as fuck, and I don't understand this? <laughs> I think, I think she looks like a mannequin they stretched like humans flesh oh, over. Oh God! Like honestly, it's it's really appalling. Like I, I feel you, really you bad feel for Ricardo. You feel personally offended. I do by the fact that this gonna, man was obsessed with. If her. you're gonna stalk a woman, at least make sure she's somewhat attractive. Wow! Like, you I, are judging a man's to, stalking. I would object. have to drink a whole handle of Fireball just to even think about looking at her naked. But you've just thought about it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I have and mentally so have blocked all that the part. Listeners. I have mentally blocked that part I, I out of my mind. I would say you're welcome, but forever. I don't know. I, I have to apologize. 
No, I I will never think of that woman in any other way outside of Gollum. <laughs> so again, none of the story makes sense to me. You know, her music fucking sucks. She's ugly as shit. Uh, I don't get what the obsession is. Maybe he's just know. that crazy. So most of the following information, like I said, comes directly from Ricardo's video diary, uh, which is fully available online for anyone who wants to slog through 22 hours of a naked man talking about how shitty his life is and how much he hates and loves Bjork. Uh, it's kind of like pushing your face through a cheese grater. <laughs> or like getting a blowjob from like a chick who has like braces. braces. Yeah, it's just not pleasant. It I sounds like, like I got you wouldn't kicked in recommend the nuts this. repeatedly. Like every minute, just a midget came in and just kicked me in the nuts. Why would it be a midget? Because it's funny. <laughs> it, just, it just makes it funny, man. <laughs> I mean, technically, if it was a midget, I, he would have to punch me because I don't think he get his foot up that high. <laughs> but then again, I've seen some midgets be able to kick themselves in the forehead. Oh, my God. They will do I a lot for $5. So- <laughs> You know, Today I learned. There's not a lot of jobs they can do comfortably. <laughs> oh my God. Apparently being dancing monkeys is one Answering of them. ads in Craigslist if you're a midget. Yeah, absolutely. Next on the deuce. <laughs> can I toss it for a hundred bucks? Oh my God. So Lopez's diaries is the best source of information when it comes to following the madness and his descent into Looney Tunes town. Yeah, resident one. Resident him. So the deeper into the shit you get, the more and more it becomes about Bjork. And there's a lot of weird shit in there about her. It's okay. I'm just seeing that. I'm seeing that meme with like the cat with the helicopter. Yes, man. Are you okay over there? I might slip my wrist just thinking about this shit. I've never like. Well, I've covered some fucked up shit. I have researched some fucked shit that we're probably on a watch list for. Yeah. This is probably the worst thing I've ever put myself through. Holy shit. I've survived worse the Holocaust, like, and this is worse than that. Worse than, like, five episodes of Christian. <laughs> no, see, that's entertaining, because I know how the story ends, and, like, I was laughing at the asshole the entire way. This one, I just creeped out by the ending, because I knew how it was going to end, and I... Just everything up so, to it was not worth it. <laughs> the ending was actually. That sounds like a review that you're writing. Here, here's wasn't the thing. Fuck this guy. The, the, no, no. The ending was just kind of like sweet bliss because. It was over. Yeah, it was over. Like you, you realize like you can get into the mind of someone who wants to kill themselves oh just by God. watching this. And when they do it, you feel relief. Oh, my God. I don't that know almost that, sounds that like a me. recommendation. Yeah, that's that's scary. That's scary on multiple this, levels. You enter a whole new plane of existence when when and you watch this and shit. And you've entered many planes of existence in your life. I have many, many, many. I, I have made many mi- millions of miles of travel, never leaving my futon. <laughs> and this this is the shit but that gets is, me, man. But this sounds like like the trip that you wish you hadn't taken. This is the shit that gets me, and I was sober the entire time. Well, that's even worse. That that is worse. What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. I think I'm losing my touch. Uh, all right, so, so the 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 uh, the, the the diaries uh, they're, got they're you, kind right. of like a documentary about his life. From the, the documentary start to about finish. a man who spent all his time in an apartment by himself. Yes. And, and when he about, when he left the apartment, it was to either buy tabloid magazines or spray roaches. Yes, and it, it's a it's about like every thought that he like ever had. And ever felt. You sound like now that you're in therapy talking to a counselor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just. 
Do, do you under? Do you hear your own voice? No, I don't. <laughs> oh my I'm God. dying over here. You say, it sounds like a, like a, some kind of a weird confession. Well, let, me, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me get some and hot he, cocoa. He, it was all the details of his life. It was every thought that entered his head. I, I, I'm having a hard time with this one. <laughs> you are. We got to Eli. We're here. It will be over. At gonna, some point, gonna, it will, it will be over. I'm crying on the inside for the, for the past Eli that suffered. <laughs> he killed himself, and I lost a part of me that day. Oh, uh, rip so, past Eli. So, he, so, so the documentary, so the, like the, the video... <laughs> Video diary is more of like a documentary. However, he also had a written diary Damn. that I didn't bother reading. <laughs> well, thank you. I didn't thank bother God dealing with small that small miracles, one. man. I, thank I could, God. I couldn't put myself through like 800 pages. 800 yeah. pages? Yeah, he, he wrote about 800 pages. Uh, and I got some figures for you. Within those... Eight <laughs> uh, and this is not something you compiled, <laughs> no, right? No, Someone no. else made that I sacrifice. I actually found an article that was, that was talking oh, about thank this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would not put myself through through reading reading that shit. Fuck no. So in the in the written diary, there's 168 references to his feelings of inferiority, 34 references to suicide, 14 to murder, 408 to Bjork, and 52 references to other celebrities. How many references to peanut butter? I didn't see a single one. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the real that's tragedy. The, that is the scariest part. No peanut butter was talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, Ricardo wanted to be recognized as a human, which is really what fucking did he, sad. What did he think he was recognized? He was a weirdo. A roach? A freak. Well, oh, saw the oh, human filth. Oh, I see. Because he had man titties and small cranberries, okay? <laughs> I thought they were raisinettes. You're changing things now. It's all the dried fruits. <laughs> they had no chocolate on them because some asshole with no teeth sucked all the chocolate off of them and then spit them back in the bag, and that's what he had. <laughs> all right? That's what he had, That is Mel. too vivid of a description. Wow. Yeah, it all sucks. <laughs> so like all the rest of these freaks, Ricardo wanted everything just handed to him. He didn't want to yeah. have to put in any effort. Zero effort. So when you're normal, you have to kind of put in effort to be a freak. Trust me, I had to put effort in to become the freak I am today. <laughs> when you start off as a freak, you have to work hard to be normal. And don't let them tell you otherwise. You need to be normal. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be like Ricardo and you're going to kill yourself. In which a one-bedroom, in, yeah, in a one-room Which apartment. may or may not be better for Filled the rest of us. Filled with Big Mac wrappers in the corner. Yeah. And and homemade art supplies. Your, your, your mattress may or, may or may not be crawling away from you as you sleep on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he just wanted everything handed to him, and he didn't want to have to work hard at not being a fucking weirdo. In his diary, he's quoted as saying, I'd do anything to be accepted by her. Her being Bjork. A, a woman he's literally never met. Yeah, exactly. And never will meet. He, and then he went on rants about having a romantic relationship with Bjork. However, he admitted in the next line that he didn't want to have sex with her. That it was just much more than that. Okay. He would never debase her by trying to have sex with her. Because he's a fucking weirdo. Creepy. He saw himself as more of a father friend to her. I literally put a question mark at the end of that question sentence. Mark? It's a question mark. It's a very questionable relationship. Ricardo's desire was to build a time machine and use it to go back in time when Bjork was a little girl and be her friend. Okay, that puts a new spin on the creep. 
That's creepy, wrote, with, creepy with time travel. Yes. He wrote and talked about this fantasy quite a bit. And in one of those instances, he, like, entered the fantasy as he was describing it. And he got lost in it. And he, like, lost track of the camera. And he just, like, went complete psycho. And was, like, cradling, like, a baby Bjork against his man titties. And he was just, like, talking about, like, listening to her breathing, her breath of life. And uh, you smelling her. You definitely sound traumatized. It's okay, Eli. We will get through this together. It's okay. The thing that's really hard is that, like, it sounds like something a pedophile would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because he's... I genuinely believed him when he said he didn't want to have sex with her. It's weird. That's weird. That is a unique sort of weird. Yeah, and I entered a weird place because I'm like, wait. You can come back from that place now, I didn't think any pedophile-esque thing could ever sound so innocent and be creepy at the same time. Yeah, that's a Uh, weird combination. And then he kind of happened. And I was like, Ricardo might be a pedophile, but he's a little (laughs) weird. It's very, it it makes me question a lot of shit (laughs) about other people. Don't question too much. It makes me wonder all, because I actually know a weirdo like this guy. I used to work with him. Yeah, when I worked at the grocery store, he was a bit of a weirdo, tall, big dude, kind of retarded, probably shit himself. I'm pretty sure he shit himself at the cashier i don't know he pissed himself because he asked the manager if he could go to the bathroom and she said no because he constantly kept leaving the station and so he took it as like like a hard no and he pissed himself at the register and he's a fucking weirdo but i was drinking with a bunch of friends on a day off at my apartment and he's like you know kind of like invited himself over hopefully with clean pants yeah, well, it was, it was separate days, but he was a fucking weirdo, real weird dude. He kept staring at like the young chicks, and like I, I was like twenty one, I was hanging yeah. with like eighteen, nineteen year olds. So of course I wasn't buying them alcohol. <laughs> I just happened to have at it. All. I just happened to have six glasses poured around me, and I never paid attention to who was grabbing what, right? For legal reasons. <laughs> But I, I was trying to get some pussy. I was trying to get my smash on. And he was just really bringing down the vibe. So we all pretended to leave my apartment, including me. And we, like, shut off the lights. And he, like, like walked down, like, the, the driveway. And then, like, we never actually left the apartment. We just, like, poked our head out the door. And he saw us. We made eye contact. And then we just, like, closed the door, locked it, turned the lights back on, and went back to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> But he reminds me so much of Ricardo because he's just like this big, fat, tubby loser dude who was like had like the mind of a child and the desires of a pedophile. Oh my god, that's such a horrible was co- nightmare both combination. Innocent and unclean Satan spawn. So there's probably like 50 animes with that exact theme. Yes, just saying. Yeah, it's just it's very. I didn't think those people could exist, and then Apparently they, do, they do, and and now my life is worse yes my life is worse uh yeah so he 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 reiterates the story repeatedly and this desire but this is only his second deepest desire second yes his first deepest desire being that he wants to be a permanent lasting impact on bjork's life okay like hitting her with a bus uh he doesn't really go into details until he starts the video diary because the video diary, he already has a plan Oh. in place about what he's going to do. He's Except, just recording stuff leading up to it. So he's got a plan, but this fruition. is a man that can't really be bothered to get much of a job or like leave his apartment for any Yeah, reason. but he gets really, really motivated when he wants to be. 
That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Like, seriously, it's, it's, sound fucked up by this. man. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh. So for three years, Ricardo would obsess over Bjork. Oh, my and God. This is where he writes his 800 pages of a written diary. And for those three years, that was enough. Until 1995, when his entire world would come crumbling down. And this is where we're going to get into another weird headspace by Ricardo. <laughs> oh, God, here it comes. So while trolling the tabloids for messages from his lover, because he genuinely believed every interview she was giving in these magazines was an interview for him, oh, and dear. they were filled with secret messages for him. Oh, my God. And every look she gave to the camera was her looking into his eyes, begging him to do stuff. Oh, my God. And it doesn't help that he was seeing her almost every day in his apartment. Oh, yeah. Both having conversations literally and with figuratively. Her. Yes. Ugh. So, according to this magazine, he found out that Bjork had betrayed him. Because okay. in the magazine, they were talking. It was like an interview between uh, them and like her and her then boyfriend romantic partner relationship thing. thing uh the guy she was fucking at the time <laughs> uh the english dj goldie never heard of him i didn't i didn't bother listening to his music <laughs> i is the thing i don't know much about goldie i know that uh he's got terrible taste in women so therefore that's pretty much all you need to that's know. all i give a shit about he's got terrible taste in women and since she has terrible music and she's ugly and he's with her his music probably by osmosis sucks <laughs> Because they good musicians don't fuck ugly women with terrible music. Damn. So Goldie, if you're if you're still alive and you're listening, uh, and you think your music's great, uh, show me one person of repute that you fuck that isn't like ugly Damn. and has good music. And maybe Drop I'll I'll, I'll listen to something you fucking played. <laughs> uh, so that, that's bad enough, right? It was yeah. it was was her fucking another dude? It certainly didn't help that Goldie was a black man. Oh, so, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so he was a black man, black DJ from England, banging the Bjork, who Ricardo I mean, was I don't like. Think you get an any angel. whiter than that. You, you really, really can't, unless you go to like, I don't know, like Switzerland or some shit. <laughs> uh, so this this little fact alone sent Ricardo over the edge. He believed that whites should be with whites, or him, blacks should be with blacks, or blacks. You know, he had a very traditional view it on sounds that. Like, it sounds like he went over a different edge because he was already over an edge. Yeah, he found he, another he edge to go He just kept like over. jumping off of cliffs. A series of cliffs. Yeah, it's just a series of cliffs that just lead to the bottomless pit of just insanity. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Again, I'm down there with him. You're all right. Like, <laughs> I'm down there like, with him, man. The look on your face when you said that. You, I think you you left this plane of existence very briefly. I'm just waiting in the, in the pool Eli. of insanity come with like my us. wings on, <laughs> with my little, little orange rubber wings. Your floaties. My floaty wings, yes. <laughs> so uh, he felt that Bjork betrayed him. Uh, he uh, he believed that she sullied herself by bothering to sleep with a black man, which he saw that as like a pity bone, okay. and he was not a fan. And you might say that Ricardo, like I said, had a very traditional view on yeah. relationships. But what made him the most mad about the situation was the fact that Bjork never once consulted him about it. Like, he called believed, him on the yeah, phone and he said, hey, bro, what do you think about he this He had guy? a legitimate say in her personal life and that she slighted him by not asking to date anyone, let alone a black man. Oh, my God. 
But he's not very, like, I'm being very nice with my language. He's not very nice with his language when he's talking about Goldie. I can, I can only imagine. Yes. I can only imagine. Uh, It's it's very strange since the two of them never even met that he's like, yes, I have a say in who you fuck. That's bizarre. Uh, But that didn't matter Ricardo, who talked with Bjork every day in his apartment, like I I said previously. And this is a major turning point in Ricardo's obsession with Bjork, because it introduces darker elements into his fantasy world, and even changes the nature of their relationship and with that change ricardo switches to the video medium for his diary and on january 14th 1996 on ricardo's 21st birthday he records the first tape of several that would culminate in 22 hours worth of footage wow these are vhs tapes by the way (laughs) oh my god wow (laughs) and like the rest of the videos like Ricardo speaks in a matter-of-fact and serious tone, yet he's also got this, like, thousand-yard stare and kind of like a slack-jawed appearance, and he tends to slur his words and seems intoxicated. Oh, my God. Yes. And he's completely not aware, not self-aware that... He's not entirely there. Sometimes he's more lucid than others, though. Wow. But it's a weird mix. Dude should have been on medication. Yeah. You find eventually that he kind of does get put on medication sometimes okay so despite stating numerous times that he's not drunk and that he knows where he is i'm not entirely convinced that he was or did uh-huh. first off he slurred a great deal in the videos and he has very janky movements he does like a lot of like hand ticks and yeah. like you know like i don't like i'm not making fun of retards but you're like, kind of making fun of retards no i'm making fun of this retard but like, you, you ever see the kid with like down syndrome or whatever and like like they get really excited and they do like the like the finger wiggles by their ears and they're smiling they rock back and forth yeah and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of that it's just it's something i've seen them do he was doing shit like that i do when well, talking about bjork he was do you I'm do sorry. the finger wiggles in your ears i do no i do something similar to that keep in mind that i'm i am somewhat autistic but when I get frazzled or upset, mm-hmm. I do it. I do it, wave my hands by my ears. Yeah, I mean, like when I was like on a lot of antipsychotics, I didn't need to be, and I was stressed out. My ears would get hot, my fingertips would get hot, so I'd blow on my fingertips to yeah. cool them down, and then I'd wave them on my ears to cool the ears down. Yeah. But that was because I was on antipsychotics <laughs> that I didn't need to be on. Yes. I, I will say, you when you are fucked up mentally, you do weird ticky yeah, shit do. like that. So I'm not making fun of the autistic guys. Like they, they've got no choice in the matter. He so obviously you're saying he's, a he's janky that way. He's just janky that way. Yeah. And some of them could just be like I said, crazy ass ticks he has because he's an unhinged psychotic, but it could also just be because of beer. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but he constantly burps booze. and make gross mouth noises like me. That's consistent with drunk co-eds when you buy them chicken nuggets and french fries <laughs> just kind of like the animalistic noises they make oh like, god you ever bought like a, what a, the hell? a hot drunk co-ed food oh sure night? all the time oh my god you want to fuck <laughs> i bet you want to fuck me i just imagine like grease smear across her face yeah and then like, she vomits in her purse oh. <laughs> save that for later <laughs> and rally bitches oh my god you have seen too much and then like they pass out and you you feel almost bad but then you remember they threw up in your car so (laughs) they gotta pay the toll (laughs) and they say it's a crime but only if you get caught and they wake up (laughs) i do not condone such behavior i can only just admit that it does happen occasionally to people (laughs) 
And if you want evidence that he's not aware of where he is or what he's doing, Mel, the dude will break off into random tirades and even sometimes yell at Bjork, who is standing off screen in the corner somewhere. Oh, and I, did I mention that Ricardo is pretty much naked in every recording? Oh, God. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. I, I know. It's, yeah. it's, some, it's okay to talk about it, Eli. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about it, you make it real. It's like Freddy Krueger. The more you think about him, the more powerful Freddy you make him. Freddy with man titties, man spreading. Yes, yes. With raisinets. Yeah, now I'm just imagining Freddy with like the the overly stretched arms in the first one when he's in the alleyway and he stretches yeah. his arms like a mile long. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a better image. Yeah, it definitely was. So by the point of the video diary start, Ricardo is entirely divorced from life and reality, which makes for some insanely weird and funny bits. Oh, my God. So in the first tape, Ricardo says, I want to show you who I am. This is like the first like, 10 seconds of it. Yeah. He's, like, it's, he's like, my name's Ricardo. You know, my, today's my birthday. You know, this the intent. And then he's like, do you want to see who I am? And then, like, he, like, pinches, like, his facial skin and makes, like, this, like, weird, like, cartoonish face. And he's like, like, starts talking. Honestly, it kind of looked a lot like a Tim Burton cartoon. Oh, my God. That's disturbing. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. And then he goes on a long-winded tirade about how he's a loser and hates his man titties. Like, immediately with, like, no hesitation from the cartoon Tim Burton bullshit to, I'm a fucking and I got man titties. And then he's, like, really getting into, like, the meat and potatoes of everything. He then holds up an album of Bjork's, which I'm assuming it's an album because it's just a fucking big-ass square picture of her. And he's, like... Like, you know, he's like, like, look at this most beautiful angelic face in the world. And then he immediately, like, whispers, she's fucking an N-bomb. She's fucking an N-bomb. And he whispers it. He doesn't ever have the balls to shout the N-word. Well, he doesn't really have a lot of balls. Yeah, he doesn't have balls, though. But he's just, like, whispering it. The raisinets with a chocolate Fucking pussy, man. (laughs) Like, if this is supposed to be, like, his video, like, his last will and testament video. At least just come out and just say say with confidence. But if he had confidence to say stuff, he wouldn't be. Hey, doing at the last least video. Bruce Willis had the balls to go naked in the Brooklyn, sorry, Harlem with a sandwich board, okay? That's the kind of shit you need to do if you're going on a suicide right, mission. Right, exactly. All right? And exactly. it's all, and I, it all ironically, out. that is my favorite uh, Die Hard movie, too, like the third one. Is it really? Yeah, it's like the best one. I know we the watched the Die Hard first marathon First one's years a classic, ago. second one's kind of like, eh, the third one's phenomenal. I love the third one. <laughs> So Ricardo is clearly disturbed by the revelation and wants you to be just as outraged as he is. And he repeats it multiple times. But I'll have you know that he doesn't have the balls to shout the word, Mel. No. He more or less whispers it into the camera, which 90% of the recordings are, again, a close-up on his face. (laughs) And he drops a few more N-bombs before stating that what Bjork was doing was unacceptable. The hell? And then he goes into the reason for the videotapes because you see Ricardo is a man with a plan and he wouldn't just randomly start a video diary for shits and giggles. Uh oh. Ricardo informs the viewer that it's his duty to punish Bjork for her transgressions. Ooh. And then he again goes off reading in uh, uh, a magazine featuring an interview done with Goldie about his relationship with Bjork. And then that Goldie makes it seem like he fell in love with her the moment he saw Bjork. However, Ricardo was entirely unconvinced and unmoved by the statements. Like anyone gives a shit about your opinion, bro. Yeah. So (laughs) Ricardo claims that it didn't matter that Goldie was just an opportunist taking advantage of a white woman. 
Because to him, it didn't really matter because the man is just black. And the blackness That was the thing mattered that mattered more. It didn't matter that Bjork didn't consult him yeah, before she yeah, started dating someone. Yeah, because he's just black. And he, he generally believed that uh, Goldie was just taking advantage of her. Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure the shit's mutual. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like... I mean, celebrities are exactly they're like preordained bullshit. Yeah, it's all quid quid pro quo, quid pro. But since neither of the careers really went anywhere after this, I can't imagine. I don't even. Did she disappear? I don't even know. No, I mean, I hope she disappears. I I hope she ended up in someone's like fucking toy chest somewhere. Oh my god, dude! (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I just really don't like Bjork. I almost, I almost wish this ending was better. I know. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm letting my anti-Bjork sentiment coming through. You would be anti-Bjork too if, if you, you if you had to watch what I watched. I, oh my god! But he assured the viewer that he wasn't going to punish Goldie since he didn't blame Goldie for getting involved. He blamed Bjork because it was her job to know better. Oh my goodness! And Ricardo states that he's going to murder Bjork. Oh, right. He point. says it on the in the video. Yeah. He says it at this it? point. He's like, I'm going to murder her. Oh, my God. Ricardo, being an absolute absolute loser that he is, he decided to document his every move leading up to the completion of his master plan. This also includes a virtual tour of his apartment. A virtual tour of one room? Well, he had, like, a room and, like, a bathroom. <laughs> but, yes. I had and a closet in the tour, a small closet. Yes. And <laughs> in the tour, he shows off a sculpture that he was in the process of making. And he claimed that it was Bjork, but to me it looked more like Japanese person than Bjork. The features were wrong. The nose is too small. The eyes are too squinty. Damn. Although it was in the early, early stages, so it could have improved. But oh my god! I think he should have stuck to drawing and painting and not sculpting. Yes, especially because you mentioned he is making homemade art supplies. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to really think about that. Too no, much. no, I don't want to think about that too no. much either. And he explains away the mess by saying that he's not meticulous and he makes mistakes. And not because he's a dirty, lazy fuck. (laughs) Uh, So you got to see that every single drawer is jam-packed with shit. And it's filled with so much shit that none of them can actually close. And his table, which is in the center of the room, is covered with random shit and food wrappers. And there's two trash bags leaking in the corner of the room. Uh, and besides the fridge, he has his dirty-ass stained mattress leaned against the wall since the apartment was too small to keep it on the floor all the time. Oh, wow. So it's actually smaller than mine. Yes. And, of course, you get the perfect view of Ricardo's weird-ass nipples. <laughs> <laughs> for some of you, that might be a highlight. For it's Eli, just that like was two large pink circles in a forest of black curly hair. Oh, God. And it, it, it really bothers me, if I'm, if I, I'm being I know, honest I can here. I see it in your eyes. He then goes on a rant about the movie Taxi Driver, which what? is the most perfect movie for a fucking asshole like this. So the movie, ironically, is the best movie to talk about when describing the guy, the kind of guy that Ricardo Lopez is. And to be fair, it is a good movie. I, I think still it can haven't out- seen it. I want to we see it. We have to see it. You, yeah. you will understand it. It's essentially... Uh, it's uh, De Niro plays like the same character in like every that movie. He always plays. Yeah, he always <laughs> plays. It's just like a psychopath who like could like just kill himself at any moment. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So no, the irony. The, the, the irony. It's, it's a very fitting movie for yeah. for Ricardo. And in this rant, Ricardo admits to watching the movie countless times. He actually he says like it four, may be the only movie he owns. Well, he, <laughs> he gives three different numbers. He says four, then he says six, and then he says he can't remember. It's been so many times. 
<laughs> yeah, literally, that was the only VHS tape he owned. Probably. And uh, he uses it as an example of how he sees his relationship with Bjork. I see her how Robert De Niro sees Jodie Foster's character. I which is not movie, a good so thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a good thing. It's, it's really it fucking weird. It will make weird. me see the movie differently when I do watch no it. No spoilers, but it's really fucking no weird. And honestly, he might not be aware of it, but the way Ricardo makes his plans and carries himself is pretty similar to Robert De Niro in the movie. In fact, the way he was oh. talking, he's like, you fucking like, the, like that New York, like, yeah. you fucking assholes. He starts talking like that. And it makes like the De Niro eye squint and like the head shake when he's talking and not slurring his fucking words like a weirdo. So maybe this is where he got these ideas from then. Yeah, the I, I would say that it heavily influenced him oh, in, some, wow. in a lot of ways. Damn. If not his plan, then his mannerisms. Yeah. And uh, again, this is a, a Uruguayan man who grew up in Georgia and Florida. Yeah. It's about as far from Florida, uh, New York as you can get yet. He did like the typical New York asshole fucking like, these fucking Mexicans all like, fucking fucking shit up and selling their Sounds taco like vendors a sort of- bullshit. Social chameleon. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and if you weren't creeped out enough with Ricardo, he goes on another creepy rant about Bjork. And I noticed that he never calls her hot or sexy or sensual. <laughs> you are looking for those words? Yeah, because then that would actually make the relationship kind of appropriate for how creepy it is. Yeah. But he calls her cute. Uh, he says that she uh, that she's cute a lot, actually. And he says it has a lot to do with her childlike appearance, voice, and how spontaneous she is. Which I have seen Chris Hansen's To Catch a Predator enough to know that those are the three things that all the pedophiles say when they get caught. They like how spontaneous the little ones are. And they want to mentor them. <laughs> yeah, they always want to mentor them <laughs> with their penis. They mentor them with their dicks. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, I've, I've heard countless pedophiles say all that about their victims. And oh, wow. It makes me feel weird that this fucking asshole's talking about this is so nonchalantly on video. Yeah. So he goes on to say that he sees her as a daughter and gets visibly shy. You see this motherfucker blush. He gets like the squinty eyed. He gets weird. He looks down at his belly button. He fiddles with shit. He gets visibly shy in a room by himself looking at a camera talking about Bjork. Wow, that's disturbing. Yes, and he goes into explicit details on how he would handle her. He's like, I would just hold her. I have mastered the art of embracing. He said those words, Mel. I have mastered the art of embracing. What exactly in his apartment by himself is he embracing? fucking loser. What a fucking loser. And he mimes holding, and you can see him getting physically bothered by the thought of holding baby Bjork just like up to his chest, and he like puts his like Honestly, cheek on The man her. needed a cat. The man needed to be lobotomized. He needed some psychiatric drugs. And, he he and needed a cat. to be neutered and lobotomized. Holy shit. So the more Ricardo goes into this, like, holding Bjork as a little girl fantasy, yeah. the more he loses track of being on camera. And you can actually see the point he fully enters the fantasy and leaves reality. And it's burned into my fucking memory. He didn't take you with him. Eli. He didn't take it's me. Okay. I, I didn't want to go with him. <laughs> I wanted to stay as he far away from that shit as him. I could. You might have felt like he took you with him, but he did not. And what's even worse, he takes on like this like dreamy, psychotic tone. Oh my where, god! Where like he closes his eyes and he's like, and then I'd rub her hair, and then I'd listen to the way she breathes, oh her my lungs god, moving that's against disturbing. mine, 
Yeah, and then he's like half talking to like the viewer, half talking to himself, and he calls her breathing the breath of life. And then he begins to smell the top of her head like he's fucking Joe Biden. Oh God, the Joe Biden. The Joe hair Biden sniff. treatment, man. The sniffer in chief. Ah, sniffer in chief. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and then the daily recording stops. For a few weeks, he doesn't record a video. However, he does return, and in that video, he explains what happened. Because up to this point, it was just every day, every day a video. Apparently, his mother was hearing worrying stories about Ricardo from his brother. Yeah, yeah. And so she calls Ricardo, asking him to move back to Uruguay and live with him and like, like live, with, live with them, right? Probably would have been a good idea. Yeah, probably would have been a really good idea. Clearly, his mother knows her son very well and wants what's best for him and understands that he's having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, and Ricardo, however, reassures his mother that he's fine and there's nothing to worry about. And knowing he won't come home, she asks him a very important question. Do you have a gun? Wow, yeah. He, his mom gets it or got yeah, it. Yeah, she understood the assignment. Yeah. Wow. He claims to have told her no, and she's like, good, don't buy one. Don't get a gun. Stay away from guns. Guns are bad. Yeah. Which might seem strange, but she knows her son's not doing so hot, and having one of those was uh, no bueno. Yeah. And this causes Ricardo to postpone his master plan with Bjork for the time being. Which is why the video stopped. And in his words, he stopped the plan so he could focus on his mother. However, something pushed him back towards the plan and the recordings. Oh my god. It's too bad he didn't just... Too bad he didn't take his mother's advice and just go back to Uruguay. Honestly. So just to show how disconnected from reality he truly was, Ricardo believed that his parents were worrying for nothing. Yeah. And he claimed that he had enough money to live off of and his place wasn't that bad. None of which was true. Yeah. It is also evident that Ricardo and his father have a hard time relating with each other emotionally. Because he, he talks about how his mother handed the phone to his father to be like, you you convince him, you work yeah. your magic. Yeah. Uh, and his best attempt at luring Ricardo back home was just saying, we need you here. Which Ricardo, being crazy, took it literally and claimed his father didn't know what he was talking about. He's like, "No, you, you and Mom are fine. You don't, you don't need me." And all his dad kept saying was, "You, we need you here." Oh my, that was a good attempt, though. It no, just, it wasn't. Why? It, it's men being emotionally distant because they're fucking machismo men. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but then what was he supposed to do? Like order him to come home? Yeah, fuck yeah. But like if you don't come, That's I'm gonna show up and drag your ass back to Uruguay. And they should have actually literally done that. Yeah. Yeah, they should have. But Ricardo isn't entirely divorced from the world because he does kind of feel bad about making his mother cry. Well, at least there's that. And he claims that it's his, it bothered him so much that he had to stop recording, stop his plan, and he had begun taking sleeping pills so he could sleep. Yeah. It's likely he needed sleeping pills because he was fucking psychotic and couldn't sleep because he's psychotic. Yeah. And in fact, he's taken a lot of pills around this time Uh uh, because he was seeing a therapist for his anxiety. Oh, who knows what they put him on. Yeah, but obviously he failed to mention to his psychiatrist that he he was planning on murdering 
a famous Icelandic singer. Yeah, they, <laughs> that failed to come up in yeah. the session. And uh, he, he wasn't taking the medications that she prescribed oh, him anyway. Or yeah. he wasn't taking them regularly enough. And if he was taking them, he was probably taking them with beer. Yeah, probably. And without a moment's hesitation, he seamlessly moves on to Bjork. Like the oh. two topics were somehow related. So there was this blip where things could have gone differently and then they didn't. Yeah. They, they, they could have been boring and I would have never done the show. <laughs> and my life would be fucking great. Oh, my We God. would be talking about a guy like Al Capone murdering a bunch of dudes yes. at a restaurant or some other, like, Valentine's Day bullshit. Yeah. But instead, we're talking about this fucking asshole. <laughs> so in the next tape, Ricardo seems much more lucid and medicated than he was in previous videos. And even his views on Bjork, which were still a bit weird, were actually heavily toned down. And he didn't call Goldie an N-bomb nearly as much as he used to. <laughs> so improvement. Yeah. Improvement. And his call with his mother was a bit of a reality check for Ricardo, who claimed that he planned to make a trip to see her in the upcoming weeks. And yet the videos remained just as weird as ever. Uh. Ricardo for five minutes... Ricardo for five minutes straight does this weird thing with like a lamp where it's like it's like it's like a lamp and it's got like the bulb and it's like hanging down and like the room is like entirely dark and it's like on a table and he's like standing in front of it and does like this like weird like squat half stand thing and like he holds his hand underneath the bulb so it looks like it's like an orb of light yeah. like levitating off his hand and he just stares at the camera doing this shit for like five minutes straight. That's. And That's in the background, so weird. Bjork was playing. Of course. Of course. And the fan, he had a fan going on that was so loud you almost couldn't hear Bjork. Which was a shame because the fan should have been louder. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just standing there like bow-legged, hand outstretched, just doing like this weird shit with the bulb. And, of course, there's shit all over the place. And in the background, like I said, Bjork was playing. And Ricardo's life seemingly was getting him back on track despite doing weird shit like that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't ragging on himself nearly as much. And he talked about murdering Bjork less, less. and less. Hey, improvements, man. It's but the good times steps. aren't going to last for much longer. Oh, no. At some point, there would be a workplace disagreement between him and his brother. Over roaches. Yes, but not in the way Palmetto you expected. Bugs. Not in the way you expected. The ones that fight back. Mm. I used to call those trailer trash white girls. <laughs> the roaches that fight back. Oh my god, no! I just I've been traumatized by palmetto <laughs> bugs a long time ago. Uh, fuck them. Oh. So uh, the, the the disagreement would end up getting Ricardo fired from a oh. shitty job because it turns out the company van he drove was so filthy that it posed health problems for clients. <laughs> Because he just used it as a secondary trash can. Wait, wait, wait. You're calling the exterminator and the exterminator's van is so filthy. You're like, yeah. fuck you. Yes. I'm not paying you. And he admits that he was so lazy at the job that people were complaining not only because of the van, but because the quality of his work was really shitty. Oh, my God. He's and just he like, was, I'm here to spray roaches, but I'm going to spray yeah, like and, one and he was saying that, three like, roaches. He was getting so fat that it was hard for him to actually like do the job. What in the, the first fuck? place yeah so like he like half got fired half quit half told his brother to go fuck himself 
And Ricardo claimed that he knew sooner or later his brother was going to fire him anyways. And he even admitted that, like I said, the work was becoming too hard for him. The quality of his work suffered. As if there was nothing wrong with his situation, Ricardo nonchalantly admitted that he was in dire straits and soon would cut off the cable and phone because he couldn't afford it. And he was going to limit himself to a $2 a day food budget. What the hell? Yes. $2 a day? That's where he is. Ricardo also complained about his brother being put in charge of keeping an eye on him. Since being fired, broke, and a slob would certainly cause their parents to worry, and this stressed Ricardo out greatly. Yeah. And he didn't like the idea of his brother just randomly popping his head in the apartment to the see if he like, killed someone, himself. The man yeah. needed someone to look after him. He what did. The hell? He, he needed like a group home. If he wasn't going to live with yeah. his parents, he needed to be he put in like, an adult group home. Yeah. So this stress pushed Ricardo back into his fantasy land and kill Bjork plot. Ugh. Of which he drew the plan on some art paper and old pizza boxes. <laughs> Quality. Quality yes, effort there. However, the plan does change greatly. Uh, is it because of the pizza box? I was I like, I, I was going to do this thing. <laughs> the quality of the crayon. Uh, I was going to do this, but I can't fit it on the pizza box, so we're going to do this other thing. So instead of killing Bjork, Ricardo decided he wanted to cause her grievous injury. Okay. He wanted to have a lasting permanent impact on her while also making it possible for him to be with her. And he wanted to find a way to make it so that she would never be able to be with another man because no one else would ever accept her but him. Holy shit, that's terrifying. That's fucking terrifying. Thus, the AIDS bomb book was invented. Or book bomb. what? The AIDS book bomb. Okay. So Ricardo drew the plans for a book bomb that, when opened, would detonate, sending syringes filled with (gasps) AIDS blood into Bjork's face. This would cause her to get AIDS and making it so she couldn't be with another man because he has really low standards and he would rather be with her with AIDS than not with her at all. How awful. What a weird, weirdly <laughs> creative, psychopathic, yes, yes. bizarre... I'm almost proud of him for this one. I just, like, put that energy into your actual art, Indeed. Though. However, he, being the lazy piece of shit that he is, he realized the plan relied on actual work and was too hard to do <laughs> and in his own words the hardest part of his of his aids needle plan was actually getting the aids infested blood because that shit don't grow on trees mel <laughs> even in florida <laughs> like, i came up with this great plan but i have absolutely no he literally says as far as i know i don't have aids so it'd be really hard and awkward to get aids blood from again craigslist people with AIDS. <laughs> yes yeah Holy shit. And so he needed a new plan. But he, but he shared the plan that he wasn't yes. actually going to do. But he, he does a little, he riffs off the same plan, though. Okay. Ricardo settles in constructing a hydrochloric acid bomb instead. Yeah, like he's smart enough to do that. Actually, kind of was. Oh my God, no. <laughs> so he buys $120 worth of the acid from <gasps> a guy under the pretext of using it for art. And the the entire point of the bomb was that Bjork would open up said hollowed-out book, which would trigger an aerosol device and spray her in the face with acid. And the device hinged upon air supply, which would atomize the discharge. Holy shit. That's Kaczynski levels right there. No, no, because Kaczynski would have made one that worked way way better, and he would have actually got somebody with it. 
Yeah. So Ricardo next appears with the acid. However, it's clear he's not very impressed with it, despite it being like a whole gallon of just fucking hydrochloric acid. Uh, he even conducts a series of experiments to test the acid's effectiveness. And he tries to dissolve various things, such as old pizza, bologna, <laughs> various fruits, and vegetables. See, the thing is that if he had, if he was, had been more self-aware, he could have just made a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Guy dissolves things in hydrochloric acid. Yeah, and, and then and he would have like, just been like so he Jeffrey could do, Dahmer on YouTube. He could live stream that, and people could make suggestions. Like they're like, oh yeah, there's a pizza in the background. Yeah, Put but that in there. N- knowing that the internet, the way the internet is, they would very quickly become Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you put a whole human probably, fetus in there? <laughs> it's probably like a week and it. a half, and they're already into like you know felony territory. Yeah, <laughs> like committing mass <laughs> genocide with acid. Uh, apparently, the acid didn't really work very well on these items. Hydrochloric acid does not cannot dissolve yeah, well, pizza. Is he, that what we're he, learning today? Yes, he complains. Mr. Science. He complains that he wanted a hundred percent acid, but they only sold him thirty six percent. I need a hundred percent. Don't ask why, but I need a hundred percent, man. I need the stuff that the mafia gets, man. Yes. And he knew that if he was going to have an impact on Bjork, he needed something stronger. Uh, and to test this theory, Ricardo would pour some of the acid on himself, <gasps> which we don't have the video of since oh, that tape God. was all fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But he actually did record it? Yeah, he recorded it. But, but it got the, damaged? The, 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 yeah, the tape got fucked up somehow. So well, he, thank he goodness see for it. small miracles. I guess. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Where, where, but where I wanted to see he, him burn a hole in his hand or some shit, man. Where did he pour it? Do you know? Uh, not clear. I'm, I'm assuming like this is like top of his hand or some shit. It was clear that it didn't have much of an effect on him. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if they charged him for <laughs> hydrochloric acid, but it just gave him like, just like vinegar. Like vinegar. Yeah. It's like it has this terrible vinegar smell. Yeah, it tastes really good on fries. <laughs> so it must be said that these new tapes stood out from all the rest, which were pretty much close-ups on Ricardo. For the vi- for these videos where he's building his devices and testing it out, they are wide shots that only get wider the more they went on. <laughs> and his table, while being considerably cleaner than previously shown, was littered with metal pieces and various other bomb parts oh that were relatively organized according to Ricardo's standards and were even placed on towels and paper so he could protect the table below. Like he cared about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And at some point, Ricardo managed to get his hands on a much more potent acid. Oh shit. And this time, he was dealing with our old friend, sulfuric acid. Oh. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's, that's big boy stuff. Yes, and with an acid he could be proud of using, Ricardo set about building the pump for it. Holy shit, he actually built the thing? Yes, and while dealing with the acid and building the bomb, Ricardo felt it was necessary to wear nothing but a towel around his waist. One could say that he was exhibiting zero safety measures when dealing (laughs) with sulfuric acid. Yeah, especially a hairy man like that. And I don't even know where he got the sulfuric acid from. Probably don't want to know. Some some rube sold it to him. Yeah. And he was rocking a new do because before like before he had like this like this moppy haircut now it's like a little bit shorter, more trimmed up and he had like a neck beard goatee thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know man, if he had a full-time job and he and he like cleaned himself up, he could no. had a girl. No. No. no he had so. man titties and a small penis, no. The only thing he's impressing is like an eight-year-old. I'm oh. just saying. Gross. So on July 29th, 1996, 
Ricardo states that he's going to buy guns on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, shit. He even shows the invoice for the thirty-eight caliber revolver that he bought for $210. Oh, my God. It's a very fair price. Ricardo was immensely proud that he had the balls to do it. His words, not mine. He said he wasn't scared about doing it, even when he gave the guy the money and the info for a background check came through. He said he told the dealer that it was for the self was for self defense because he recently had his apartment getting got broken into. Yeah, which is clearly a lie. <laughs> Someone broke into there would have turned right around. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. The fuck out nope. of there. So Ricardo also decided to buy a last meal, which was a strange thing to do because it would be days before he got to that point. I think he was just hungry and looking for some <laughs> for an excuse to buy some food. <laughs> It was a bit of an early celebration, if you will, but it was a fitting meal since he got Papa John's. <laughs> and we all know how Papa John's feels about black men. Uh, and it must be driving crazy that Shaq bought his fucking company and now owns really? Papa John's. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, after Papa John said the N word, uh, <laughs> he kind of oh, lost his company shit. and Shaq bought it. And That's I'm, I'm going to say, I fucking like Shaq. Shaq buys a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, there's like one, I don't know, I don't know, it's a coffee shop or something he owns that's like burned down twice. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, but he keeps, he, he, he keeps it running though. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Sha- Shaq is awesome. I love Shaq. Shaq wants to buy us. I, I will sell out. <laughs> I'll have a black king. I'm okay with that. He then recorded himself eating the fucking pizza and dancing to Bjork in the background. Again, doing like the weird oh, wow. ear yeah, I don't finger know wiggles, what that eating like. pizza, going. Oh my god! And then he does like a lot of head tapping, and he yells at Bjork in the corner, and does more head tapping, and then he's like, "This is the best pizza ever!" And he's like leaning on the table, out of breath, shoving like crust pieces into his mouth. Holy shit! Sounds like a lot of Saturday nights. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drunk Saturday nights. Yeah. I've been there, man. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I just like hassle off on the bathroom floor eating cheeseburgers. Oh God! Don't ever see that. <laughs> don't ever see that. Just it's a amazing. warning. Heads I, up. I've don't been do there it. before, man. That's when you know you hit rock bottom. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty them that off is. the bathroom floor, man. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he he then records himself uh, preparing for the big day. Uh, he records himself taking uh, some shooting practice in his apartment. I had an old painting of his. It looked like a self-portrait of him doing that weird light shit. Wow. Yeah, but instead of using the thirty-eight, he used a BB gun. Oh well, because uh, that matters so much. <laughs> but the BB gun was actually strong enough to penetrate the canvas a little bit. Ah oh, shit. Yeah, it's a pretty serious BB gun. So some days later, Ricardo does his first test of the spray device. Oh, my God. He actually built it and tested yes. it. Yes. And this, again, he's not exhibiting any safety measures. Because <laughs> in it, he mixes the acid with some water and black paint. Wow. So he can measure the, the yeah. spray and everything with the oh, paint. Oh, wow. He then tapes the pizza box to the wall and draws Bjork's face on it. Oh, my God. Ignoring every safety measure, the naked Ricardo, because he's naked by this point, holds the device up to the wall and initiates it. But it fails. Oh, shit. Shaking it, banging on shit, uh, looking directly at the dangerous end. Ricardo tries to get the damn thing to work before finally just squeezing the fucking thing until it explodes, covering him in the wall with acid. Oh, my God. 
God. Oh and despite my God. the test being a failure, Ricardo is happy with the amount of acid that was released. And for the first time, Ricardo looks alive and looks like a depressed piece of shit in the video. He actually looks excited. He's got like adrenaline pumping. He's like kind of lucid. He he looks insane. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, uh, wow. And Ricardo made several unintelligible exclamations because he goes in like full retard happy mode. Yeah. And it's clear that he enjoyed every moment of it. Oh my goodness. The psycho even does the fucking chef's kiss when thinking about how melted Bjork's face was going to be because he kept running back to the wall to examine the spray pattern. Oh my God. And then Ricardo's entire plan is almost foiled. Almost foiled. Almost foiled, man. It almost fails. Worrying about him, Ricardo's brother shows up for a random house check. Freaking out because he had all of his bomb parts out, Ricardo ho- managed to hold him off long enough to hide the bomb and throw some pants on. <laughs> Both important parts of yes. concealing what's and going on. And his brother's on. like, oh, I'm worried. And blah, 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 blah. They have like a heart to heart. And he's, yeah. he, he convinces his brother that he's fine. Oh, I don't know, man. Which, fucking beyond me. I think his brother's looking for an excuse to get the fuck out of there, honestly. Yeah. Holy so shit. by August, Ricardo was nearly ready to fulfill his plan. And his language is even more slurred and his tics more apparent. Unfortunately, Ricardo wasn't doing so well. Doesn't seem like yeah, it. Yeah, he's... Uh, uh, is he if he's off the meds or on the meds or I think he's off the meds and I think the the incident with his brother almost yeah. catching him really m- m- sped up his plans a bit. Yeah. So Ricardo didn't want to be stopped, and he wasn't going to be stopped. He claimed his prime directive was suicide, which was the point for the thirty-eight. He got yeah. to kill himself with, and getting the bomb into Bjork's hands and blowing her up was secondary, important but secondary. So he seems to have changed objectives at some point. at some point. And and that's because he's just going insane. Yeah. And at this point, all he had to do was send the bomb through the mail because it was constructed and ready to go. Oh, my God. Now, I will say this much. Given the method, like his test, it didn't really seem like it would be that successful. I, I didn't really get a good... He does show the final device. Yeah. I didn't get a good look at it, see if it would be effective or not. But apparently it was enough uh, danger for them to detonate it when they eventually eventually found it. The, the, the government would, would detonate he it. He actually sent it? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Not that, not that I didn't just spoil the whole thing, but yeah. I mean, wow. I'll, I'll Holy shit. So all he had to do was send the bomb through the mail at this point. That's all he had to do. And Ricardo recorded himself leaving for the post office saying that he was taking the gun and a razor just in case he's discovered. He didn't have intentions of using it on people because he kept saying this isn't an assault mission. But he was certain that he wasn't going to get arrested anytime soon either. Yeah. So he was ready to kill a motherfucker if he he needed to. And Ricardo then turned around and yelled at Bjork some more. And telling her that he was going to fuck her up as if she was standing right there getting excited. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up. And he was giving real fear and loathing in Las Vegas vibes on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he then began dancing around, flailing his hands like a retard and exhibiting real joy at the thought of her skin melting off her fucking skull. Wow. And Ricardo exclaimed that it felt like he was on drugs. Because he may actually have been on drugs. He might have actually been on drugs. Um, I mean, he, he, he was since he was placed on the serotonin inhibitor. 
uh, and he was completely cut off from reality at, yeah. at this point. And while staring, stating that what a su- uh, wow, while stating what his suicide plans were, Ricardo kept going over a checklist of shit to do when he was done, like laundry. Yeah, like dude was convinced that he could like kill himself and then like continue to live life like it was normal. Wait, 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 what? He had a list yeah. of things he was going to do after yeah. he killed himself. Like, after after he delivered the bomb and killed himself, he was like, I got to go to, like, the bank. And he talked about going to, like, a coffee shop for, like, like the internet, like a, like a computer cafe or whatever. And he talked about, like, getting a couple of, like, magazines for like, with, like, Bjork in it. And so, like, he was so disconnected from reality. He literally was just, like, a checklist of shit to do. And on it was just suicide. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, he was insane. He's like, he's like, yeah, and then I got to call my mother the next day. It's just really weird Holy shit, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, wow. He's insane. Completely disconnected from reality. And Ricardo then talks about possibly having to do something about his building manager, who served as the only possible threat to his plans since the motherfucker was over every day demanding rent. <laughs> yeah, at some point they want money. Yes, at some point they do want money. <laughs> and at this point, his rants become more focused on, on how he was feeling and claimed that he only felt secure when he had the gun on him. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's like every like liberal's like worst nightmare. so ricardo planned on the manager kicking him out prior to the suicide and if he did that he would discover the bomb pieces so to avoid that ricardo planned to set the manager's office on fire with him in it oh my god if he came to if he came a knocking however for some reason this thought connects to another which connected to another and before long ricardo ended up on an anti-natalist rant Okay. He claimed that giving birth to children is a crime. And it's something that only selfish people do. And that it's not his fault he's doing any of this, but his parents, because they were too selfish to not have had him. Well, that's pretty fucking convoluted. Yeah, well, he's insane. Yeah. He also blames all of his problems on being born right before relating the creation of his bomb to the creation of a child. And he saw the device as his kid. I'm not even sure how to... And then he utters that. his famous quote, I'm going to die with the monsters of the world by becoming a monster and dying. Wow. Insane. He's fucking insane. Holy shit. So Ricardo wished he could wait until his parents were dead to save him from the pain of his actions, but he was too anxious to put it off until then, so it just needed to get done. Well, you got a to-do list, man. You got yeah, shit to do. You got, got shit get it to do, done. man. And for the first time, you get to see Ricardo's tiny dick. Jesus and it's Christ. as magnificent as you imagined it to be, Mel. It's burned in my head. It's like a little Vienna, Vienna sausage. sausage. Yeah, but that might be too big of a comparison. <laughs> oh so God. Ricardo show, shows off the device before wrapping it up. It's essentially a large hardcover book, hollowed out and using magnets to keep the to keep the damn thing closed. And then he put the device, which contained the aerosol device, the acid vat, and all this other shit, and a trigger. So when you open it, pss, wow. Or at least that's what he intended for it to do. Yeah. Just before he leaves to deliver the device, Ricardo is seen hyping himself up to make the trip. Taking his medication to calm his nerves, Ricardo grabs his gun and razor and walks his crazy ass over to the post office. Working at a post office can be can be dangerous. <laughs> can be hell. Uh, his next video confirms him delivering the package to the post office and a very adrenaline-filled Ricardo bouncing around from the rush because he's very 
adrenaline field front by yeah. this. He then gives a bit of a self-reflection where he exclaims how odd it feels to have actually accomplished something in his life, which is a scary if thought. If you want to call that an accomplishment, yeah. It is an accomplishment. It's just a very scary thought. Yeah. And Ricardo prepares himself for the final act. Painstakingly, he shaves all the hair off his head and face, including his eyebrows, with scissors. Oh, God. Holy and shit. It takes hours. Fucking hours. And he's playing Power of Love in the background as he's doing it. <laughs> like a fucking that's psychopath. What that's what you're really mad about. Fucking Huey Lewis in the news. It's the Power oh, of Love. Having worked retail for five years, I never want to hear that song again. Uh, fucking, uh, at least be like, hip to be square, you know, something oh, good. Oh, it's even worse. Jesus fucking Christ. And then he starts to dance to country music as he paints his face fucking red and green. Kind of like a tiger stripe pattern. And of course, his nipples have to be painted hot pink. What the fuck? And with Crocodile Rock playing in the background, Ricardo announces that he's ready. I'm mesmerized. He paints the best of me on an empty canvas, positions it behind him on the wall. Which is his final work of art? At midnight on September 12th, 1996, Ricardo sits down in front of his television on his couch. And he explains he wrote instructions for the FBI on the wall, pointing to all the evidence they would need. I think the message is like 8mm videotapes, terrorist crime activity for the FBI or some shit. Big yeah. black paint just all over the walls. Wow. Yeah, you, you can't miss it. <laughs> that sounds like something a bomber, yeah, looks like something yeah. a bomber would do, right? Uh, and he, and there's going to be all the evidence they would need of his crimes. And he sits there claiming to be waiting for the building manager to go home before he does the deed. Yeah. So despite us mocking the dude, the final tape is kind of hard for people to watch. Not that hard for me to watch, but it would be hard for your laymen to watch. Uh, because, you know, I kind of live for this shit. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of what I do for for not a living because we don't get paid, but consider this a warning if you're actually going to be looking for the tapes for yourself. Yeah, he the, the, the last one is kind of kind of rough for normal people. So Ricardo plays his favorite Bjork song, "I Remember You." I had to actually look up the name of the song because I'm like I'm not fucking no, and it's clear that he's vibing out to it because he's like rocking back and forth. His eyes are closed. It's he's into it yet he's nervous. Yeah. And just as his song was ending, Ricardo shouts, fuck the world and fuck Bjork and her N-bomb loving self. And he went on a tirade after that about how this was going to be his greatest last adventure. And that he was going out for himself and his own reasons. And he says, I'm not drunk or depressed. And it's cocked back and ready to roll. Doing one last check that the canvas was in place, it's clear that this is the moment. It's a bit of a shock to watch a man honestly prepare himself for death in this way. Yeah. He takes a lot of a shit ton of breaths in order to steady himself near to the point where it's like he's hyperventilating. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. it's really, really fucking weird to watch. And it's clear he's so disconnected and disturbed that it's not the fear of death that makes him anxious. I truly think he was fighting his own self-doubt that he was man enough to do it and that it would be the way that he wanted it to be. Yeah. And he's kind of fighting that in his last moments. And not going to lie, if I had to listen to any more Bjork, I would put a bullet in my fucking face, too. With one final psych-up attempt, Ricardo shouts, Bjork, this is for you! And then puts the gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. Holy shit. And Ricardo slumps to the side and falls off screen, leaving behind the image of his couch and canvas. 
with a little bit of blood splatter on it. Unfortunately, Ricardo's last installment of art was ruined. The 38, while being enough to kill him, didn't have the spray effect he was looking for when it comes to spraying his brains all over it, which was the point. The best of him would be sprayed all over the canvas, which is sad as fuck. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is what love does to you. Holy That's why I love shit. nobody but myself. <laughs> so Ricardo won't be found for four days. Oh! oh! Not until the building manager noticed the smell and blood seeping out from underneath the door. And it's Florida yeah. in the summer. Yeah, in, in August. It's like August in Florida, man. Oh, wow. So the moment the police saw the state of the place and the words 8mm videos are documentation of a crime, terrorist matter there for the FBI written on the wall they evacuated the building until they were sure there was no other devices that he left behind prudent yes and once they were able to find out what his plans were they called Scotland Yard informing them of the dangerous package heading for Bjork Holy shit. which luckily was stuck at a depot where they managed to safely explode the bomb Wow and we'll never know if it was actually going to be successful or not in the first yeah. place. Unfortunately, this story had very little impact on Bjork's life. So he failed in, in that regard. Sure, she hired private security for her family for a while, but that was it. She would give a statement on the media a few, a few days later. She would send flowers to Ricardo's parents. And then, like I don't know, like, head to like, Germany or whatever to finish her album. That was all she did. It literally had no impact the on her like, whatsoever. The sum of a man's life. Yeah, and his obsession for her literally had zero impact. And essentially, Ricardo, like I said, had no next to no impact on her life. And even if his bomb got to where it was supposed to go, it wouldn't have even hit Bjork in the first place. Because her manager vets all of her mail and it would have exploded on their assistant. Yeah, like what happened with some of the Kaczynski yeah, bombs. Yeah, yeah. And the saddest part of all of this was that the reason Ricardo did any of this is because of her relationship with Goldie, which ended just as quickly as it began. In fact, if he was patient by like a week, he would have seen in the newspapers that their relationship ended. So he literally killed himself for no reason. And Goldie didn't even stay with a fucking bitch, man. <sighs> Yeah, that's the that's the that's the real tragedy. That is such a sad story. That is a sad story. It really is. But it's a good Valentine's Day story because I think I think love so. love love makes people do crazy shit. It really and does. And that motherfucker was about as crazy as you get. Yeah, and documented crazy. So how many of you feel like eating the chocolates that you bought? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might need some chocolate at this point. Uh, I feel like I need some chocolate too, oh, man. Oh my goodness. Honestly, I feel a lot better getting all of that out because I, now I think so. I, I don't it feels need like a little bit of a therapy I session. I don't need to retain that information I'm not anymore. Sure. <laughs> I could. I you could, have now dumped it on the rest yeah, of us. I Thank you for that. I could log this episode and I could put the 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 research into like a back catalog where I yes. like the archives. Never look at again. And never have to touch it unless I feel like doing a book on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I will have to listen to this episode though to get yeah. to get keywords for the website when I get that. Yeah, well, fuck you. Know, you. That's your like... job. <laughs> Better you than me, bitch. Holy cow! But yeah, man, I, I wow. feel like I just lost like, twenty pounds of weight on my shoulders after Damn. this one, man. That wow. was a uh, and honestly, like, I I figured I'd be making way more fun of him than I actually did. It just got really sad. Like you yeah, can't it gets really. Sad. Make fun it's a, of him it's a sad story. Oh, no, you can always make fun of him. <laughs> Shit, the, the dude's you been dead. Can. The dude's been dead for like twenty years. I'm gonna fucking make fun of him right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
But yeah, no, like love, man. This just proves love is not worth it. Women are useless whores who will, you know, soak you up, use you out, use all your resources, and when you're shriveled up husk of the man you once were, they'll leave you for a man named Goldie. It generally happens when women have an actual relationship with you instead of not even knowing who you are. It doesn't matter. I don't need to know their names. I just need to know what their boobs look like. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. But I am excited because that means tomorrow's not Valentine's Day. And <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, the day <laughs> after I'm Valentine's Day. Because I'm not down day. with the patriarchy, man. Uh, yeah, when all the chocolate goes on sale. 365 days till the next one. Yeah, all the chocolate goes on sale and I, I can pick out with like my cherry oh, chocolate-covered cherries and shit, man. <laughs> and on that note, Mel. Yes. Let's plug some shit. Let's plug some shit. If you want to have a sense of community for whatever reason, you could follow us on X. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. At the deuce underscore podcast is our handle. Yes. We want feet pics, tit pics, mel pics, Eli pics, cat pics. All the news on the podcast. All the updates. Memes. That's all where you memes. go. All the memeology. Yes. If you want to buy chocolate, for whatever reason, you will find our link. Fortunato chocolate slash D-U-S-E. That is deuce. Yes. And that will go a long way to getting you something good that you want to put in your mouth. Giving us cash to put in our pockets. And feeding the families of the people who grow the cacao. The yes. cacao that you are enjoying so much. And it is such good chocolate. And it is good chocolate. And it is great word of mouth program. Yes. And we are excited to be able to offer you something. And give back to the community that gives us so much. Yes. And yeah. yeah that, 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 that's X. <laughs> Stay tuned for updates on episodes and updates, shit updates episode teasers uh, updates. episode teasers all Links that shit to older episodes yes. because we we like to plug stuff that uh that we did like a year ago that's still fucking <laughs> yeah, fun as hell that that might be that might be a thing where we do like this week and news yeah. history yeah. and it'll be previous episodes released whatever you know just enough to good keep catalog. the interest in the entry yeah we do we have like we have 80 really something good, episodes it's fucking crazy i'm man. surprised we lasted this long and we can't do it <laughs> Without you're not supposed you. to admit that. I'm fucking admitting. <laughs> Man, I'm so tired. You I'm are admitting so, everything you're gonna right admit, now. Yeah, so we better wrap like, this up this before like, you just like start post, making confessions. Like, I've answered like post-coitus male monkey brain. You can ask me anything and I'll probably just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but, goodness. you know, like we are word of mouth uh, partners with some people. We rely on word of mouth to spread our that influence and deliver recommend you the us. evil. So recommend us to people. Hit us with a like. Hit us with follows. Yeah. Let us know you're out there in the airwaves. Listen to us. Yeah. Even if your favorite music is modern Bollywood, yeah, we don't which judge. I'm still trying to figure out which one of you fucks <laughs> that is. We had to look it up and listen to some, and, and I think at least one of us regrets that. Yeah, because I immediately it started smelling like 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 Indian food. And I like <laughs> Indian food when it's like from like America, not like actual Indian food from the street. Because that just I don't know, man. You kind of feel like you smell the diseases. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Well, have dude. you seen those YouTube videos where it's like like I don't like the third world countries, them. and they're like using like old used condoms to like like cook with food and stuff? It's like why? That, you watch some bizarre YouTube yeah, channels, I literally dude. saw a motherfucker take the pan off the fire, put it on like a dirt floor to stir it. I'm like, you don't need to do that. Yeah, but they do that in restaurants here. No, they don't. If you All, put any, anything with food the, the guy that sharpens the, the knives at the place that I work, he's got some stories because he's been doing the delivery knives to real disgusting. restaurants in you here in America. You don't put food on the fucking floor. 
That's Honestly, if you want, a re- you want restaurant recommendations, talk to people who have worked at <laughs> yeah. restaurants because they'll tell you where to go and where to definitely yeah. not that, go. That's rule number one. You don't <laughs> put food on the floor unless you hate the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm sure there's a good places in, uh, in India. I think it's where the women are. <laughs> All oh, time of them. God. All right, what episodes we got coming up? Uh, well, you got more Chris Chan. You got of course. Uh, more, more Guy, Guy Ballard. Always doing more Guy Ballard. Yeah. Uh, we never got this, that. I, I was, I've been thinking about doing an Alien Aliens? episode soon. We, we were done talking one in about that today. I was thinking maybe doing like the Mua Mua or maybe uh, an, another weird story about a guy fighting like underground terrestrials with machine guns. Um... Is that a real thing, or are you just what? really tired? No, no, no. We, we, we covered the guy who was abducted by like the underground oh, alien shit, people. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. We did. It was like World War Two, and he like fought out, fought his like way out with like machine guns and shit. Yes. Yeah, but like the movie. Is there is more real. to that? I, there might be. <laughs> I don't know. That shit's always connected to something. I was also thinking about I don't know maybe doing something like Colonel Bird. It's, it's like either Colonel or Commander Bird is the guy who was flying the fighter jet and he crashed through the Earth's crust and ended up in like hollow earth and he saw definitely do that like king kong and like nazi ufos awesome yeah let's do that that'd be kind of cool to cover that story (laughs) and if anyone has recommendations stuff that you want to see us do yeah hit us up up on twitter yeah yeah x uh but yeah no i got i got some great shit coming down the shit we got more uh black black history month that's right couple more more weeks of that so that's gonna be great i hope you did enjoy the cult episode because uh that one was actually a lot of lot of lot of interesting fun to do. That was way disturbing. Uh, this yeah. was disturbing. I don't know so which one was more disturbing. This, this, yeah, this, I this don't really know. The last one. Uh, I don't. I was kinda, silent. Kind of fucked at up. The big yeah. parts of this one and the last one because I was just shocked. Yeah, your mouth was open and it was just courting a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Mel, how do we end every show? Don't, don't fuck in the, the woods. woods. And if you're gonna love a celebrity, make sure they're hot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Those of us at Deliver Us Some Evil want to thank you for listening. All of our episodes are available at Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. For the latest news, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash deliverussomeevil or email us at deliverussomeevilpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, don't fuck in the world. Her bed.